Welcome to another edition of this week's Unedited. We started the week with the newly elected Kasatu president, Singizwa Lossi, saying that she's confident that the Federation will move forward and ensure that workers, especially women, are protected in the workplace. The other big news was the reallocation of 45 billion rand in public spending at the heart of a new economic recovery plan or a stimulus package announced by the president, Silva Maposa. Earlier, we spoke to Matumo Letualo, the political editor at the Mail and Guardian. He had this to say about this week's top stories and the week ahead. There are a couple. I will start uh, my newspaper, Mail and Guardian. Uh, we have uh, the, the showdown at uh, the Tule House. And uh, you might have um, seen uh, President uh, Ramaphosa at the Kosatu conference where he indirectly you know, launched a scathing attack on the people who met at the Maharani Hotel, which include the, the ANC Secretary General uh, Ace Mahashuda and former President uh, Jacob Zuma. The allegations uh, that is been reported is that they met to plot the removal of President Ramaphosa. Of course, Ace Mahashuda has come out to deny the allegations. When we did the interview with him last Thursday, he told us that uh, he met President Zuma, you know, as part of the ANC's decision to meet former leaders. So we understand that uh, his um, supporters were very angry when the president came out uh, to speak about this in public, even before it was discussed. Uh, within the National Executive Committee of the ANC, uh, which is sitting next week. So there are a couple of um, areas that uh, his supporters within the ANC will raise, including the fact that the Deputy Minister of Correctional Services confessed in one of the NEC meetings earlier this year that he received a bribe from a businessman whom he did not uh, mention to the NEC, but he said that that money he returned it back. But some ANC leaders are questioning why did it take him a few weeks before he can take the money back. Of course, his pe- I mean, people uh, close to the deputy minister are saying that he wanted to consult with senior leaders of the ANC who advised him to take the money back, which is over a million. So that is uh, one story. And of course, um, there was Kosatu conference. That was one of the biggest stories. And what came out there, uh, we saw the election of Sinkiswan Losi as president, the first ever female uh, president that the federation uh, had. And she was saying that perhaps the ANC going forward can also use Kosatu's example and also have more uh, women leaders. You would remember that in December, only one woman in the top six uh, was elected. That is Jessie Duarte, the deputy secretary general. And that is that. We had, um, obviously, <laughs> the Dacha judgment. Many are saying that this might be a great economic uh, opportunity. We know that uh, for now, Judges said um, it is legal to smoke it 
within your own private space. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't distribute it and, and, and stuff like that. But as uh, discussions continue, people are saying that the country might want to uh, look this as a great economic opportunity, yeah. given the fact that the economy has been uh, struggling. Number of, uh, I mean, the level of unemployment uh, is very high. So we will see what happens. Wonderful. Of course, the stimulus, the president uh, today announced the plans for government to stimulate the economy. And uh, we've seen uh, a lot of, uh, I mean, the, the emphasis uh, is on uh, infrastructure development. These are labor incentive uh, uh, kind of um, uh, sectors. Um, you have uh, the agriculture sector. A lot of uh, money will be put to, you know, support farmers, uh, especially the black emerging farmers. And then there is also the tourism. The tourism sector will be uh, one of the, the areas that the government will focus on. On that high note, and I thought we were going to talk about the Dacha judgment, let's go back to your top story, though, and that was the Latuli House showdown. It seems like uh, there is some tension within Latuli House. What was the angles that the Mail and Guardian chose on that particular story? It is a follow-up for you to remember. This is coming out, for, as I was saying to you, when President uh, Ramaphosa came out uh, and spoke strongly against those who met at the Maharen Hotel. This is what uh, angered people who are supporting the Secretary General. Uh, and the President spoke after the Sunday Times uh, reported that the meeting was to discuss the plot to remove President of the ANC and that of the country, Cyril Ramaphosa. You know, there's, a, there's an ordinary uh, National Executive Committee that is sitting next week. So we just spoke to different people to say what is it that we should expect. And then they said this matter will dominate the debates because, I mean, uh, there was the National Working Committee this week which did not touch on this matter because, uh, I mean, the president had to go to Kosatu to address Kosatu there. So there was no time. The item uh, on the agenda was uh, uh, the formation of a task team in, in Northwest. The names were announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. So everyone is looking for answers. President Ramaphosa's supporters, they want answers. They need explanation. They need to know why the Secretary General met the former president and the former Premier of Northwest, Suprema Humadelu. Mm-hmm. So that's where the interest uh, yes. came from. Yeah. Okay, Matumo, let's look at the week ahead. What are you looking at? Of course, I mean, there's an investment summit that is coming, you know, towards the end of uh, next month. For for now, I would be lying. I mean, it would be this uh, NEC meeting that is coming, and we're expecting that um, it will... Um, you know, dominate the news. People will uh, want to know uh, what is going to happen because, um, I mean, as our story says, um, others are, want to raise uh, the issue of Bosasa. They want the ANC uh, to take tough action against those implicated. So, yeah, 
that will still be the story to look at. And of course, uh, there we have our first editor this morning telling us uh, the week that was and the week ahead, Matumo Latswala. He's the political editor at the Mail and Guardian. But before we go to our next one, we'd like to find out from you what's your top stories and what are some of the comments that you are sending through to us. This one from Dan in Bloemfontein says, Good morning, sir. Learners are more ill-mannered today than before. Some parents fail to discipline their children. My daughter says, Yes, we are able to teach our children at home, but once a child is in the streets, he or she respects the rules of the peers, not denying that they are doing doting parents who forget that uh, young minds need direction. Our government must be blamed, putting regulation after regulation, politicizing the mind of the youth are the problems and youth leadership and no youth activities. Fire with fire is their slogan, says Madoda. Uh, Magaba in Pretoria says, Where is the Democratic Alliance to blame the African National Congress for the bad behavior of black school children? Surely by blaming the ANC for everything will bring more votes to the DA from ignorant and low-esteemed people who do not want to take responsibility to guide and raise their children and only expect the ANC government to solve their problems. So says uh, Mageba. R says more parental support is vital as even involved parents are up against too much. They can't fight it alone. We need to speak in one voice as the community. And Max in Elsie's uh, uh, River says in Congo Brazzaville, no teacher has been killed by a pupil or will be killed by a learner. Never. Elvis, says Max, and I wonder what's the reason behind that, Max, is you can enlighten us a little bit more about that. Ali Milford in KZN says, Morning, as parents, we fail our kids dismally, and we lack parental guidance and scared of them. Wake up, parents, he says. This one says, Cameras in classrooms will aid a lot in overall discipline in school. Principals can see if teachers and the students are working. The destructive culture during protests is the example that the youth see every day as the norm. These are some of your comments. You can keep them coming. We'll read them as we continue. I would like to find out from you what was your top stories for the week that was and the week ahead. Now, we were also joined by Dumasani Shlope, the political editor here at the SABC, and he had this to say about this week's top stories and the week ahead. Maybe two in particular. Uh, one was the stimulus package uh, that was presented by President uh, Ramaphosa on Friday. The second one, it was the conclusion of the COSATO uh, you know, conference and the election of the new leadership. Now, one which tended to fade away, but it is likely to remain within you know, our diaries for quite some time, tensions within the top six you know, at the Lutuli House. So for me, those were mm-hmm. the top three. Let's look at the angles uh, of these particular stories. The stimulus package, of course, President Ramaphosa announced that raft of policy reform plans, which include mm. the re-prioritization of the 45 billion rand of public spending to boost economic growth and create jobs. Uh, your angle on this and, and from the SABC's uh, perspective, um, what can the stimulus package do for us? That's the biggest question because uh, in most cases, uh, my observation in this country is that it is not the lack of policies or plans mm. or even financial resources or human capacity, but it is the utilization of that capacity. 
so there are a few questions that you know we we, we had to interrogate when we were doing that story. The first one was why now? Mm-hmm. Okay, what are these pressures that would have prompted the you know President you know Cyril Ramaphosa to embark on this on this exercise? So there has been pressure since he took over because the cost of living has been going up and up. Mm-hmm. So we we explored the question that says. Is this a hapless government? Is, does the developmental nature of what they've confessed to be as government working out? If the responses that usually citizens get that say that we have no direct control of our fuel prices and all of that, does it mean that we have got a government that's weak? Mm. Or there's a question of leadership, the capacity of government. So those are the issues that you know we try to explore beyond uh, you know the actual package itself mm-hmm. and it will continue in the following weeks to be explored 45 billion rand is quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of money to spend on a country which is currently in a um, sort of a downturn economically we're in a technical recession uh, is that perhaps the uh, sort of stimulus that we need in order to to boost the economy I think it's the capacity of government to perform mm-hmm. or, or on its on its duties, on its obligation that I think is more a necessity. Mm-hmm. I think for me, if you have a professional public service which is able to deliver as quickly and efficiently and be responsive to the to the needs of the citizenry, you are likely to see the change. So, the the plan and the money might make sense. Mm-hmm. But, but the challenge is that capacity issue. But then also, politically, Ramaphosa had to come up and, uh, and demonstrate some form of leadership. Because mm-hmm. when you've got a society which is in dire socioeconomic stress like this one, then the question of political leadership becomes even more pronounced. Mm-hmm. Your second story, the Kusatu Conference, the newly elected Kusatu president, Zingizwa Lozi, says that she's confident that the uh, federation will move forward and ensure that workers, especially women, are protected in the workplace. Uh, was she the correct candidate for this position <laughs> at this point in time? A number, number of people are asking this question. This is the first time a woman has been elected within Kusatu. Well, I, I, interestingly, my experience is that with, with organized labor, uh, my observation is that it, I've seen a whole lot of capable women mm-hmm. leading within various you know substructures of organized labor movement but not necessarily at, at the top but if you go to the substructures there's quite a number of them so I, I was not necessarily surprised mm. but you, you should also remember that there's also the question of elite leadership contestation which has been going on for some time so so when Muslimini began to be sidelined mm. it was very clear that he will not necessarily come back mm. I don't doubt her leadership mm. you know capabilities but well, some they, say it's long overdue already well look this is let's not forget that this is also an outcome of factional you know differences within organized labor itself so sometimes she has always been capable, mm-hmm. but perhaps the grouping that she belonged to was not strong enough to put her in that position. Mm-hmm. So it speaks more for me about the political leadership contestation within the labor movement mm-hmm. rather than whether she's a strong or, or, or otherwise. Mm-hmm. What other angles did we focus on, Kasatu, on the conference? Something else that we focus on was the relationship between the ANC and the, you know, COSATU. It has moved from being anchored 
<laughs> around yeah. Jacob Zuma and Stromosamini. It is now going to be anchored between Lossi and, you know, Ramaphosa. And I, I think for now, there will be some kind of stability. But let's also not forget, by the way, that Cyril Ramaphosa also spoke, you know, just part of the story about that conference was what Cyril Ramaphosa said mm-hmm. uh, in his speech. About uh, the plot. Yes, about about the plot. And that leads me to the next story because it seems there's tensions <laughs> within Latuli House. Yes, at the very top. So the question is why would have Cyril Ramaphosa taken that stance? Some have said that... Uh, Perhaps he does not have those two things. <laughs> uh, and therefore, politically, it was opportune for him to come up and show some, you know, some fighting, you know, spirit. Mm-hmm. But you know where that story is going, by the way. It's not so much what Cyril Ramaphosa said. It is what is likely to come out of the state capture you know, inquiry. Mm-hmm and how it gets to implicate some within that top six, mm-hmm. and the pressure that the ANC leadership will face to act in accordance to what is coming out uh, of the state capture inquiry. The unedited, that was Dumasani Schlope, our new political editor here at the SABC, giving us uh, his take on the top stories for the week that was and the week ahead.